the feeling of abandonment is not an easy topic. It's not an easy thing, subject, objective, agenda, whatever you want to call it. It's not cool. It's not easy. And it sucks. <laughs> it's something, it's like a virus and it seeps into you, maybe your bloodstream, immune system, your brain, and it feeds on its own race or other negative issues that you have and it multiplies and it builds up it grows it gets aggressive it kills you it intensifies its feed and hunger to destroy you and as much as that sucks no matter what you try to work through to get rid of it it'll always stay in the back of your mind like an itch on your back that you can't reach now there may be a way to get rid of it but I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I don't know it. And I don't think I'll find it soon. And it's not sad. It's just kind of a bummer, kind of a letdown, but it's something I'm definitely gonna work towards. How to not be silenced by silence. How to not submit to my silence or my torment, pretty much. Or in this case, my false abandonment. The world is a practical abandonment. It's done. It's it's alone. But by what? I haven't figured that out yet. But it's there. And that feeling sitting over you is hard. And it's like a dark cloud just raining and crapping on your day. And it's rough to live through. To live through life with that feeling. Or in any feeling that is silenced, that has silenced you. Until it's not a requirement to live at all. Until your thoughts become your only process and your mindset. And the word discipline is nothing to you. The word achievement is meaningless to you. The word calm doesn't give you peace and clarity. It's rough. It's hard. But it's life. And I I had that recent feeling for maybe about a week. For right now, like... I've had it before, but it usually goes way easier, faster, but it keeps coming back. And it's tormenting a little bit. It's kind of depressing that it keeps coming back, but it it's a feeling. And I'm a hormonal teenager, so. Um, but I feel like being recent events, I've let my silence silence me, and I don't like that. And I feel like I was thinking in my head, I was like, I was about to cry and I was thinking, I was like, why am I going to cry when I can talk it out? If not with somebody close to me, which I can't because I don't know what to say until I get on this podcast, which is my own from my heart. I know what to say. And it feels a little bit refreshing and a little bit better. And (laughs) I'm a little choked up though, because it's a hard topic to talk about what torments you at night what makes you think what makes you overthink what makes you have a panic attack in the bathroom of your school and throw up your food and cry yeah suckish day suckish suckish day but I went to my class and I just colored because I like to color a lot and it calmed me so Maybe that's like one of our objective words. I'm going to have like maybe three objective words each podcast and starting now, obviously. 
And this one is calm. That's going to be the first one. Calm. What calms you? What soothes you? What soothes your depression or your anxiety or your abandonment issues? Whatever issue that you have, what calms it? Whether it's negative or positive, what is it? Some people, a lot of people, and a lot of people that I know and a lot of experience that I've lived through, people use substances or toxins to help calm them and soothe them. And in the end, like the long one, it never worked. It, I mean, it worked, but it didn't end well. And it sucks to have to see people live through that, but it's, it's, it was a refreshing moment to be able to live through that, to be able to get back up, thank God for you know waking up that day, and being able to still call that person and talk to that person because they're still here because they worked through what their issues were. And I feel like my calm is different than a lot of other people's calm and a lot of other people's calm is different than my calm. And it's not a sense of isolation, but what soothes me when my thoughts get too much is isolation, um, music, art, um, reading, and just a peaceful scenery. Um, and the ability to talk to people, even though I don't really do it as much as I should, which is why I'm up here talking about it and, you know, owning up to it, I'll go ghost in a minute. I will. And it's not an easy thing to admit. Like, a lot of people think, like, going ghost is either the most terrible, like, the worst thing in the world, or it's like, um... Oh my God, you shouldn't do that. And you don't care enough and you're just so lazy or you're not hardworking and you don't care enough to text me back or call me or check on me. Phone works both ways, first off. And two, what is the reason, have you ever asked, like, what's the reason why they're ghosting? And it's not just you that they're ghosting, it's everybody and themselves because they were, they were ghosted by themselves. If that makes sense. They were... I was, I was alone mentally in my head, and when that happens, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing yet, but it's better than what it used to be, and when that happens, I tend to normally go ghost, and it's not the fact that I hate that person or that something bad happened, it's just the fact that one, I don't have the mental capacity or time to waste it on something unnecessary, not saying that a friendship is unnecessary or a relationship it's just sometimes the conversations and the arguments or the drama or the toxic toxic and red flags it's just it's draining and normally when people go ghost they're drained because they're trying to recharge their battery and you have to make sure that you even if they ghost you still contact be okay with it let them have their moment in peace and time by themselves because it hurts to be ghosted it hurts to ghost it hurts to be abandoned, and it hurts to abandon, because there's always a reason, and it's both sides. There's always a reason, and a lot of my reasons were I didn't give the time of day to a situation that I should have, or I gave the time of day to a situation I shouldn't have, and it broke me, and I'm still recovering from that, 
And I feel like that's an issue with a lot of people. You allow something to get into your heart and your soul, just like the abandonment spirit. And you let it feast on you like a virus. And it grows in you like a fungus. And it just multiplies and multiplies. And it gets aggressive. And like I said, it intensifies its need and its thirst and its hunger for you and what you have inside of you. And I mean that, like, creativity-wise, intelligence, wisdom, hope, joy, what is your speciality inside you is what it wants. And you can't let it get it. You can't. And that's something that I do tell myself from time to time. I can't let it win. If I don't win today, it will not win tomorrow. If it wins today, it, it will not win tomorrow. It's simple as that. I cannot let I cannot let myself lose. I cannot afford to lose a mental battle with myself again. And I won't. And you shouldn't either. And I know it's hard because nothing nothing's easy. And it builds up into depression and it leaves your thoughts to be false and your anxiety to rise. And it makes you scared. And I'm scared. <laughs> I think we're all scared when those things happen. And a lot of us don't talk about it because we think we're okay. We think we're fine. Or somebody's tell us, oh, you're okay. You'll be fine. Sleep it off. Go cry it out. Go take a walk. Yeah, those things help, but it's going to come back in the long run. And it needs to be dealt with and ended. But it, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it ever will be, but I, I do believe it will be able to be died down, you know? But like I was saying, the ability to be silenced by your silence is something that you don't want because it's not easy to get out of. And it will hit you and strike you in the worst ways possible in the worst places possible. So when you're like at school maybe and you're around a lot of people and everything, your brain just goes dead and numb because there's people talking all over you and you just can't process what it is. You need to remove yourself from that situation or that that environment for a second. And even if you don't go to the guidance counselor, if you don't trust your guidance counselor, you can still maybe go to a closer teacher's class that you know. Ask them if you can go bunk quote-unquote I like to use bunk because I, I ask my teachers that a lot if I can just hey can I bunk in your class for a little bit just calm down or I'll ask them for like chocolate because chocolate calms me or uh, and I stress eat a lot or I'll ask them for like a coloring sheet or just walk around your school if you can't do that ask to go to the bathroom to calm yourself down to let yourself be calm in the right way and not the wrong way because if you use substances to deduct your pain, it's going to end well. No, it's not going to end well. I'm sorry. It's not going to end well. It's going to it's gonna come back worse. And when it does, it's going to be you. It's going to be on you to fight, to fight through it, to fight it, and to not be scared. Because, like I said, you're probably scared. I'm scared. We're all scared. We're all basically kids running around the earth. We're kids in diapers. Nobody's an adult yet. 
Nobody is. You may be like, you can be 80 years old. If you're not happy and you're still tormented by your past, you're a child. You're not okay. Because only childlike sadness breaks humans. It hurts to see a kid cry for reasonable reasons. And it hurts to see other people you know and you're around cry. And it hurts to let people down. It does. And it hurts to not heal, but to think you're healed, but to not actually be healed. And I feel like, I'm not saying I thought I was healed, but I am, I know I wasn't fully because it's something that takes time. But I'm like, Lord, when is the time up? Ugh, when is the time gone? When is it over? When is this pain and torment over? Because I'm over it. I'm over it all. And it's not the fact that I don't have people around me. When I say abandonment, I don't mean that. I'm abandoned by myself. By myself. Not like lonely, but like this happened to me because of me. And I need to, first off, hold myself accountable. And that's what I'm doing right now. I'm admitting it, that I screwed myself over. I ruined it. And now it, it just grew a little bit. And and I've been silenced by my silence. I've been told to shut up by my head, is what I'm trying to say. Being silenced by your silence is... When you go ghost or when you go quiet and you make the world quiet around you, you're, you're silencing yourself. You're silencing whatever's around you, right? Being silenced by... Your silence is silencing the world around you or the world in your mind by your pain and your torment. And it's hard to get out of and it's hard to realize it until it's too late. And when it's too late, it's too late. It, it's, it is what it is. And that's something I'm not trying to get to and I won't. I know for a fact I will not let myself get there again, never again. And I won't let anyone I know around me get there. And I hope the same vice versa, they won't let me get around there. And I know a lot of people wouldn't. Because I had people come up to me today ask me if I was okay. And they were asking me, one of my friends, oh my god, he's amazing. He was asking me, I was walking to the school because I just got there. And... He asked me, he said, are you all right? And I, at first, I was. I just said, yeah, I'm fine. Because I had my headphones in and I was walking to class. I was trying to get to chemistry. Your girl got five absences already due to tardies. I'm trying to get in my butt in there. And he, he pulled me aside and he asked, he told me, he said, I know something's wrong. I can tell. And he said, and he said, I know you want to tell me it's on the tip of your tongue. And that, that near, that, ooh, that nearly put me to tears. Because it's the fact that you know something is up. And I just started talking to you, like, two months ago. Thank you. I'm not saying names, but if he listens to this podcast, I want to thank you 
I'll thank you in person tomorrow when I go back. If I go back, I might stay asleep. I don't know yet. I'm trying to just live life. But it felt nice to have somebody care. And I care. I definitely care. I definitely care. I love you. Oh my God. Whoever you are, you took the time of your day to listen to what I had to say. I love you for that. And I, regardless of what you're going through, I hope you get through it. I really do. Because I remember a wise woman told me one day, she said, whatever's going on in your life is just a fragment of a moment. It's a fragment of, better yet, she used it as a fragment of eternity. It's a moment. It's a small speck of your life. And right now it's going to feel bad. It's going to feel so terrible. It's going to feel like it's the worst thing in the world. It's the biggest thing in the world. You can't live on with this. You have to go. Don't do it. Because I love you. (laughs) And I know that sounds kind of cringe. But I'm being serious and generous. And yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I feel as though we don't allow ourselves time to heal properly before we jump into something. And not saying that I haven't healed. Like, I already mentioned this. And I'm just repeating myself now. (laughs) But this podcast... And it's only been, like, three episodes to you guys. Um, But to me, it's been two years of debating whether or not this should be something that I do. Whether or not people would like it. Because people don't like me. (laughs) They don't. And it's okay. It's something I've I've accepted. Um, But I just feel as though... It's something that I, I really love, and even though it's really it's it's in the beginning phase, I love it. I love talking about something that's serious to me, and I can't talk to to a lot of people in an, like around me, or I can't talk it out in general to myself. So I'll talk to you guys with only like a few notes written down, and something drastic will pop in my head, and I'll just talk off of that. I, I don't know how that works, but it, it works. Because I only wrote like five p- sentences for this thing. This, I wrote title, silence by silence. I wrote the main thing, the feeling of abandonment is not an easy thing. I wrote that it grows and it intensifies. And I said it makes you scared and, and I'm scared. And then I just went on with it. Because I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I want to know. And that's what time is for. So, the first word that we kind of went over was calm. What was your calm? What is your calm? If it's bad, what is your good calm? If you don't have a good calm, find one. (laughs) Find one. And I feel like we make things harder than it is. I don't know. Read a book. See if you're interested in that. Do some science. English. I don't know. Paint. I paint. I put in, I'll call a friend, maybe, um, I'm gonna say his name because I love that dude with all my life, Riley, I'll call Riley, who's one of my friends, my boy best friends, and, um, 
maybe this is like once or twice, because I don't want really to talk to people on the phone a lot, um, but we'll get to that in a second. But <laughs> I called him one time, he wanted to talk, and me and him just talked a little bit, and then he went to go do his separate thing, we stayed on call, and I put in my headphones, um, and I played some no lyric music, calm, soothing music, calm music, I turned on my lamp, and I got out my watercolor paints and um, some brushes, and I just painted away. And it normally my paint my paintings do turn out really nice in the end. This one didn't. It resembled chaos and a mess. And it's ironic though because at the time I didn't think I was chaotic or a mess in my head, but right now I kind of am. And I was gonna throw away the painting. Uh, this was like a few months ago. I was going to throw away the painting, but I never, you know, when you guys say, oh, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that, I procrastinated about it and I never did it. And it's actually underneath my trash can. It's just sitting there and it, it's just there. And at first I don't, I don't think I knew why I kept it, but now I think I do because it resembled my future-ish, if that makes sense. I sound crazy, but I'm sorry. I am crazy, so whatever. I don't care. <laughs> um, but yeah, find your calm. Paint, read, cook, stress bake, find a new show to watch, go on a walk. Walks help so much. And if you're not able to walk in your neighborhood or the area you're in, um, all I can say is don't let yourself... What's the word I'm looking for? Don't let yourself cover up your torment. So what I mean by that is don't let yourself throw a blanket over your torment and your pain. Don't put on music if you're trying to drown out something. That's it. No. Now it seems like the best bet because it's the easiest bet, but it's not. Because one day, it's not going to be there. And what are you going to do? Don't let yourself go to sleep just to escape reality. Mm-mm, that doesn't work. Not that way, at least. It won't. I trust, trust me, it won't. I, I used to sleep, I still kind of do, sleep away, like, my pain. And it's not something I talk a lot. Like, a lot of my friends were like, Girl, we don't know what's going on in your life sometimes. And I feel like I tell them what goes on in my life a lot. But nobody, sometimes, most of them don't pay attention. And it kind of hurts when you can tell when nobody pays attention. Um, but I do have my few selected ones that are there for me through thick and thin. Have been there for me through thick and thin. And I don't give them enough credit. And I will when I deem the time is right. But there are a few that no clue what's happening in my life. And it kind of hurts <laughs> because I have mentioned it, my issues, when they were talking to me about their issues. But I feel as though not everyone is open like that as I am. Not everyone's able to be talked to about a situation and give advice to that person as I am.
because some people do it and they want something in return. I don't. I just want you to be okay. I just want to see you succeed. I have so many plans and goals for so many people I know. And if they need somebody to be there, like, if you just need a simple walking buddy, like, this is for me talking to my friends. I got you. Like, I want you to be the best that you can be. Because I love you. And if they're listening, I love you. Oh my God, I love you. I love you. I love you. And I feel as though a lot of us as a body of, I don't know, I don't want to just like, just categorize us as teenagers, but I am. I, I think I am. Or society, I'll use society better. I think as a society, we don't give our friends enough credit for what they put up through with us. And I feel like that's where abandonment comes in. It's the false hope and a false abandonment because we're not alone. Nobody is ever alone. It's just something or some, it's it's something negative trying to break you pretty much. But another word that I wanted to bring up today in my mind, it just popped up was discipline. I feel as though discipline is something not a lot of people have for themselves And it's not that they don't have self-discipline. It's something they don't have for others, actually. I feel like that's where I'm going to go with that. Not self-discipline, because that's another talk for another day. But discipline for others, and it falls in the category of boundaries for others, and self-respect for others, respect for others. It all falls, in my mind, for discipline, because I feel as though it's not like, oh my god, getting a switch from a tree and whooping your kid. It's giving somebody the, the accountability for themselves. Giving them discipline. Like, if you have, like, a friend and they're really attached, tell them to back up, bro. Get up, get back, bro. <laughs> That's discipline, I believe. I think. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I do deem discipline as something that we lack of for ourselves and for others. Which is also, if you don't know what I mean, then maybe, like, maybe boundaries... Um, respect, um, accountability, those are other words that you can use with discipline, I believe. Um, for, a synonym for discipline would be regulation, um, direction, order, rules, um, branch of knowledge. (laughs) So, think of a drill sergeant. They're tough, they're hard, but they get you where you gotta go in the end. And I saw a quote, it said... I'm going to read it because I know it. When you heal out loud, others won't have to suffer in silence by Kelly Kendrick. That's the second word. Well, the third word of tonight's episode. Silence. When you heal out loud, others won't have to suffer in silence. I guess my question is, what is your silence? What's tormenting you? For me, it's a few things. um, But the things I'm comfortable with mentioning was the feeling of abandonment and the intense feeling of nerves and anxiety um that's what torments me and I'm gonna I'm gonna get through it with prayer discipline 
calmness, you know, acceptance, and time. But when I heal out loud, and I'm going to use this for me, others won't have to suffer in silence. And I hope that if you're still suffering in silence, you find somebody to talk to because it's really drastic and detrimental that you do. And it will benefit you greatly. And it'll be like when it, like, say it was raining for the past two months, storming, full-blown thunderstorms. You're locked up in your house, no light, no contact to the out world. And then randomly, the clouds separate and sun shines through. That's that feeling that I have a little bit right now. And I'm actually quite happy because I feel a little better. Um, So yeah, my silence, like I said, was abandonment and the negative issues that intensify, that intense, that are intense (laughs) in my anxiety. And it's hard and the hardships and the roughness of everything all together. And the fact that my calm was naturally just a bad coping mechanism to overpower my torment. And that's something I just realized. So I'm very thankful that I just realized that. But yeah, when you heal out loud, others will not suffer in silence. Kelly Kendrick, look her up. I hope you guys take something from this. And if not, I'm sorry. I took something from this, if anything, which is my goal. What's your goal with this? Just to listen or to learn something? What is your calm? What's your discipline? And what does your silence look like, feel like, touch it, smell it, figure out what it is, and get rid of it if it's killing you so yeah that's kind of it for tonight's little episode that I was thinking of in my head um get checked up on well check up on the criteria instagram page criteria pod all lowercase um to keep up with the things so yeah that's pretty much all I had. I didn't really have much, but I was I had a small idea and I ran with it and I think I liked the direction I'm going in. So yeah, and like I said, go to the Instagram page to look out for the next upcoming episodes and the just the little chats that I be having up there with a lot of people. Well, like 38 people, but we're working towards greatness. Working towards greatness. So yeah. I hope you have a wonderful night, morning evening wherever you are and lots of love from me lots of love from the podcast and I hope that you figure out what's your silence and I hope you can get through it bye